0: Hey, I'm Tim C. Hey, I'm Landon Blank. You're listening to Hacking Concrete. Yeah!
1: Great. It's so, a great idea. <laughs> so we're talking about trade shows. We, we are going to this trade show, but we're, we, we wanted to talk about the cool stuff that has happened, the cool stuff that hadn't happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth going. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. We're not very good at going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things happen...
1: A lot of positives, a lot of things. But why aren't we good at this?
0: We might fit in better in Ohio than we did in Las Vegas.
1: Yes. Yes. Because there's multiple things that happened in Las Vegas that didn't the, need to happen. That are unique to Las Vegas. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like... I don't think there's a dress code in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, that's, that's, that's another... Well, okay, fine. Fine. We <laughs> were invited to go to the top club in Las Vegas. Yeah, one,
0: right. one of our manufacturers. Yes. Yeah, they, they gave us tickets to the some club. I've never heard of it, but you know what it was. Go
1: on YouTube and look at the Omnia. It is insane. Is it Omnia or Omni? Omnia. Omnia? Omnia? Anyway, it's in Caesars. Hmm. It's insane. This huge thing comes out of the ceiling, turns sideways, comes down in the crowd, smoke goes, whatever. But. That
0: sounds like a Motley Crue concert.
1: <laughs> but we go and we can't get in. We can't get in. Oh, I could get in yeah you could get
0: in, yeah you always you you could get in right now,
1: yeah, with my fancy collar jean shirt,
0: yeah, yeah, I didn't have a collar shirt on as of right now, like 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 actually, right I didn't have a collar shirt with me
1: <laughs> for the whole trip, <laughs> so they look at us and say, hey meanwhile the uh, the epoxy company's in there just having a blast, and we're like, well, we're going to see what it's like, and then we had Nathan with us, yep, I didn't
0: have yeah i mean what what is the dress code it's like? Collar shirt and pants.
1: Hey, it's it's a common thing. It's like, hey, just wear wear a shirt and they're, wear red pants. They're too good for jeans. <laughs> too good for jeans, and you need a collared shirt. Yeah, but Nathan had on sweatpants. It's just uncivilized to be intoxicated
0: in <laughs> in jeans. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's yeah, right. Nathan had, yeah, Nathan had. Nathan from um, from the Virgin Islands. Alternative concrete solutions. He had on
1: sweatpants because he doesn't even own pants.
0: That's right. He doesn't even own jeans (laughs) because he lives in the Virgin Islands. He only wears
1: shorts. (laughs) So he turns to me and says, you got any pants for me? I'm like, dude, no. These are what I have on. (laughs) You don't like to loan pants. (laughs) So that's one thing. Dress codes maybe aren't as bad.
0: I would hope the dress code is not as bad in Ohio as it is in Las Vegas.
1: Right. Do you think we would miss another award ceremony?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean... It's the world of concrete, it's like all over Las Vegas. And we had to yeah. drive you know, we told we've told the story in a previous video about this award show that where we won something.
1: Yeah. We missed the whole show. Couldn't get there because we didn't even missed the free beverages. Yep. We we get there and they're 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 packing up, packing up all the <laughs> drinks, packing up everything and we Tim and I grab our award, go over to the corner and take a selfie. Well we
0: actually had to we had to re- they had taken down the entry easel thing that had the sign. We actually set that back up when <laughs> they had taken it down. We put it back up, held our war up and took a picture of ourselves. It was, yeah. But that, that was, yeah, that was our experience with winning a
1: prestigious award, a great award. Yeah. And by the way, this is another off- we need to talk about one day, but when we win these awards, we realized we don't even tell people about it. No, we don't. We might put it on a storyline or something like that, but it's kind of weird. Cause you know, I, I feel like the guy in your Christmas story, like it's a major award. <laughs> You know. This <laughs> is like perfect example I told Tim. We were going to I was going to a contractor, um a big the big huge office and you walk by this glass and case thing and it's all these awards. 15 awards. Impressive, right? We have we could have a glass case. We could. Where would it be? <laughs> we could have a glass case. Now that it is in a box in the corner.
0: I don't I don't know who would see it, but <laughs> I don't know. It just it feels so weird to be like we're an award-winning company. I know that's marketing to talk good about yourself, but yeah, it's really, really bizarre to award-winning modern polished concrete.
1: Yeah, so we won them, so we won those, and we don't know. And then another thing that we don't ever feel like we fit in. Yeah, we don't. Why is that?
0: I don't know. I I don't have no. I have no idea.
1: And also, we always go to the what's that party we always go to. The dinner, the, the Concrete Network dinner. Concrete Network dinner,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and on the way there, I'm always asking you, "What are we gonna do? Yeah, what, what are we? Gonna, and you, your your answer is what? <laughs> what do I say? I don't always know. ask. Just ask questions. Oh, just ask questions. Right. <laughs> All you do is ask questions. <laughs> just keep asking questions.
0: Yep. Um, That's true. If you just ask people questions, they'll they'll talk, and um, that usually saves me from the awkwardness. But I yeah, don't know. I yeah. Mean, but it's that one in particular is really hard for me because it's loud, so it's like you have to yell. So yeah. not only are we already awkward, but we're we're being awkward and yelling.
1: <laughs> and then you feel like you feel like everybody else is talking and Yeah. You know, we we don't have anybody to talk to. And then all of a sudden we end up talking to someone for an hour. Yep. Anyway, it works out. But it's just weird. We yeah. feel weird.
0: I kind of stay in one spot, you know, and and um I don't I don't mingle around and this guy, Jeff, from the Decorative Concrete Expo, the the trade show that we're going to, it's called the Northeast Concrete Expo and the Decorative Concrete Expo. Um, Jeff that, that called me about going and said, you should come, he's been to that party. He's like, we've probably met. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, yeah, we probably have met. But really, I was thinking, no, we probably, you didn't meet me <laughs> unless probably. you came up to me. The- <laughs> yeah. Unless you're like, hey, what's up? Because,
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to mingle. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that's 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 different is we won't have a place to gamble, right? Do they have? would that be a casino there? I don't. Do they have casinos? I'm sure they do. They're everywhere now. I don't know. We should
0: try because it's worked out pretty well for you, not for me. I lose money every time. <laughs> I, I yeah. That one. So I realize that you can get free free beverages if you play, if you gamble. You yes. get all the free drinks that you want. Yes. I'm not a big drinker in a pre-corona. Yeah, pre-corona, you get all the free drinks yeah. that you want. So. During our downtime in Vegas, since, since it's a little awkward being in Vegas, um, instead of going and doing stuff, I would just go sit at the blackjack table and do the minimum bet. Yeah. And, and they would bring me, like, oh, they keep bringing me as many Cokes as I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had this thing, and you, you were playing blackjack, too, and, and my brother Rodney, he was playing blackjack, and we were all doing it. And they write the instructions for how to play back blackjack yeah. right on the table. Yeah. It, it tells you what the dealer's going to do. It says the dealer's going to do these things. So I started doing exactly what the dealer was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it worked out. I, I made a few dollars.
1: Yeah. And then you put it all on one last hand.
0: And then, then on our last night in Vegas, you, you and Rodney had lost money, and I, I made like 100 bucks, And we said, all right, well, where are we going to go eat? And I said, okay, well, this, this can determine where we eat. So we either go to McDonald's <laughs> or we're going to take this money. We're going to put it all on oh. one blackjack hand, and whatever
1: happens determines where we eat. So if we lose, we go to McDonald's, and we did it, and we won, <laughs> we won. And Las Vegas has some of the best restaurants in the world. Yep. Like, oh man, you could eat good. And we went to Bubba Gump, <laughs> the Bubba Gump Shrimp <laughs> Company. <coming in. laughs> Why did we do that? Oh my gosh!
0: Never again will we go to Bubba Gump in Vegas. I didn't want to go there in the first place, and you didn't either. I don't think Rodney did either. I don't. I think we were just lazy. <laughs> And over- hey, there's Bubba Gump. I think we were lazy and we were overwhelmed by the awful. The awfulness of I shouldn't say Vegas is awful, but by the chaos in Vegas. The chaos, yeah. yeah. We were just
1: You know, we we're just done, ready to go home. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of the however you when you got back, I think you caught Corona. I I think so, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I came home with Corona. And that was another weird thing we don't talk about, but when we were there, the groups from overseas, it was, it was real empty. weird. Just all of them were empty. And I didn't even think about, hey, there's something coming. Yeah. we. You you said you did. You said you we were did, like, yeah. wait a minute. I took is- pictures and sent
0: to people and said, hey, look at this. Yeah, yeah. Because all the diamond suppliers from the Asia area, yeah. it was like a ghost town on those roads. They weren't there. They yeah. just weren't there. But you could tell they had paid for the booth because the, they must hire someone in America to set their booth up. So a lot of the booths were set up. It just didn't have anything. There's no people there.
1: Yep, nothing there. And then, all this time later.
0: Yeah, like three weeks later, it was shut down.
1: But there's a lot of good things. There is. There's a lot of good things about going for sure.
0: Yeah. This um, the decorative concrete expos is good for me this year because I. The World of Concrete is in June, and I just don't see us having time to go in June.
1: I mean, it's where we're killing it. I mean, not killing it, but it's where everybody's so busy. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to miss out. That's a make hay while the sun shines on that scenario. Yeah, so that's why I was pumped about this one. Yeah. So
0: we could go and check it out. I've heard about it for years, and we've talked about going, and it's always a month after World of Concrete, so we've never made time to go because, to be honest, once a year, World of Concrete wears me out. Yeah, yeah. And um, But going to this this year, I'm excited to go because... I mean, maybe that'll be our new thing. Maybe we'll go to this one instead because this one is specific for our industry. Like it's the Decorative Concrete Expo. That's what we do. Right. The uh, World of Concrete is such a big trade show. And it's, you know, we've met some people there who don't do decorative concrete things like Taylor. It's nice meeting people like that on that side of the of things, but it will be cool to go to this and everywhere will be something that is interesting to us.
1: Yeah, and we the reason why these are key is because we are always trying to develop not developing but trying to grab something that will help us become more profitable yeah. help us save more time help us stay ahead of the curve always be in front of the industry it's funny cuz it's usually i
0: know it's about profit but it's really about time savings true which we're, is probably just trying to is, get to the next job <laughs> yeah. as quick as we can what can we do yeah so
1: and so the the my, my favorite thing is new technology and, you know, when you run through there and you see what's happening, seeing what's new, and also you see what people are doing that's new, and you're like, that'll never work, man. It's not going to work. And they put all this energy and effort into it. And you and I, who've been in the industry, we look at it and say, like, dude, I'm sorry, but it's not going to work. <laughs> and sure enough, like two years later, they don't make them anymore. Right. You know, it's like, man, why can't you just see this? Sometimes we get in get in our own way with this stuff, and I've done that plenty. Yeah. But, but the things that have tra- changed for me, like, just the simple little things like we see, like the rack attack, oh yeah, the you rack know? attack that's a cart you crawl around on to do edges, and I don't know if we can show a picture or whatever that's that's that thing right there is incredible for th- just getting through the day, yeah, edging concrete,
0: just increases your it just increases your comfort level, yeah, and it's funny that that makes such a difference, but I guess if you're edging all day you, it's you need to, you have to find some way to improve it because you can't crawl around all day, right, it's dreadful, so stuff like that, and then
1: like. You know, Colomex
0: has been huge for us. They have been, yep. They really have been. I mean, that who would think? Who would think that the type of mixer would make a difference? Uh, that, and it's just we go to Harbor Freight and buy like this cheap piece of junk stuff. You know, we've done that for so long, and they last like three or four jobs, and and they do an average job, and you know they burn up. We go buy another one. Yeah, <laughs> the idea of spending a premium on on a mixer, it it seemed crazy, but then when we finally got one. We got the Colmix mixer and we used it on that metallic epoxy job, the mixer with the stand. And that like changed everything for us.
1: Right. And we're not, we're not, Colmix hasn't asked us to say anything or, or well, they don't or pay us anything. Rack attack or anything like nobody's yeah. asked us to do anything. We're just telling, Hey, the productivity with what they developed, how much would you say 30% more fit time? I mean, on that metallic
0: job, it depends on the job. Like on the little jobs, it's not that big of a deal to use it cheapo mixer, you know, if you're only doing tiny things, but on something like sequest where we had to mix, um, 500 gallons of epoxy. Yeah. That that saved us, you know, previously when we do metallic epoxy, we have to blend the metallic pigment ahead of time. So we'd have had to have bought like a hundred buckets and we'd have had to have blended that stuff in all the buckets ahead of time Mm -hmm. and had, you know, a hundred gallon, well, two or 300 gallons just sitting there ready to be mixed. Like the color ready to be mixed with the B so it can go be put down. Um, Whereas the Columix mixer made it to where we could blend color and mix the Part B in it all in one shot. So we were going from nothing to mixed batches in about three minutes. Right. It's a pretty big deal because the other way it would have taken double that time.
1: Sure. sure. So 40, 50, 30, 40, 50% time savings and get the job out. Customers are happy. Yeah, You know, and... What we were seeing for years too on the other uh, on on the polishing side was with, with the trial machines. Yeah, and you had been after ever ever since we saw it. You had been you had been wanting it. I was like, no, no, I don't buy it. <laughs> like, there's no way that's polished. It's a concrete. fake shine. It's a faux shine. Is yeah, it's, faux. It? it's It's a faux shine. We are. <laughs> this is the way we've done it for years. This is the way the industry started, and this is the way it is. Boom, boom, boom. But we're going and we're seeing these. You're seeing that they're getting the same readings. They're they're. It is polished concrete. It's not. They're not adding a topical. Coat on it to They're give it a the same, shine. The same chemicals that you use. The same chemicals, and all of a sudden you start looking at it, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" The point pressure per head. These machines weigh fifteen hundred pounds, sixteen hundred pounds. Yeah. The point pressure on diamonds, just what you're trying to get when you're polishing. So what brought us into that was we had seen it for years. We're like, "All right, we probably need to get one." But we were currently on a job that was was forty thousand square feet that needed to be polished and we had like a tight timeline and, and it's one of our most important jobs today yeah yeah and we're always like i'm always like no matter what we'll get the job done i'm not worried about it. i'm not worried about it. well the first time ever we'd been there about a week and we had done a thousand square feet or something <laughs> and i called tim up and i was like tim mm, we need to talk about a trial machine yeah and that was an
0: absolute game changer for us yeah it really was it was funny because the, the, uh, the GC, was, he told us we weren't going to make it. Yeah. Because you can do the math, you know, 40,000 feet. You've done 1,000 feet in a week. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We can see that you're not going to make it. And um, it was funny, though, because we, the place we ordered the trial machine from and, and um, a friend of ours came down and helped us learn it. And we went from, from only having 1,000 feet done to this guy that brought us the machine and our friend came and helped us learn. Mm-hmm. And over the weekend... Now, keep in mind that we've only done a couple thousand feet in like a three or four week period by the mm-hmm. time we got in the machine. And over the weekend, we did like 10,000 feet.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it blew the GC's mind. He was just like, "Yep, <laughs> you know, what happened? Mm-hmm. And we also developed something that we were actually able to stain that floor that I don't think that most people in the country stain trout concrete. But we made it work. Um now, that is that is the majority of the floor polished. But after that, you kind of got to bring up edges. It takes time after that. But that was an absolute game changer. And it's it has its issues. It has to be new concrete. You know, 95% of our work or remodels or we're yeah. taking off glue. It won't do that. It won't do any of that. It needs to be flat. needs to be flat. I mean, so I think that part of the industry is going to change as well. They will probably yeah. develop something to be able to cut through. Glue cut through something, but it's, it's only, not there yet.
0: Right, it's only a matter of time before someone figures that out. I think.
1: Yeah, but that's a big game changer for us. And
0: but these trade shows pushed that along, though. We would never would have considered that based on these pictures that some dudes putting on Instagram. We never would have, you know, it was it was being there in person and seeing at the World of Concrete seeing these machines run. I, that was what did it for me because you could unless they. Unless they did something some kind of trickery with it and polished it with a different machine ahead of time, which I don't think anybody would do. Right, that. right, right. It really looked good there. Yeah. And um so we we're you know, after going and seeing it in, in person, I, I was pretty convinced and as the added bonus, you like it. I mean, it looks like when you go to King's Dominion those um <laughs> those bumper cars
1: that you yeah, can the ride around. Cars, yeah. yeah. So as an added bonus, it actually <laughs> it's is fun. fun to ride, isn't it's it? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And then out of our out of me and you together. I am completely computer illiterate compared to you, so we found Stack. Oh yeah, that's right, we did. Which has been awesome for me because I could take out do plan takeoffs in no time.
0: Yep. So, so Stack is we used to use Bluebeam and they they canceled their Mac support. Bluebeam, which I mean, come on, why
1: do you not have a Mac? Like
0: what? <laughs> like are you serious? <laughs> So anyways, they canceled their Mac support. So that was the end of it for Bluebeam. And we hated it anyways, to be honest. It, mm-hmm. it was, I mean. It's complicated. It's super complicated. And all we wanted to do was measure the square footage of a floor. And like, we don't need all these crazy tools. So Stack really dumbed it down. And it made it to where we can literally just upload a PDF. You click around a little bit and it tells you how many square feet you're going to do. It's great.
1: Yeah. I'm even doing it on the iPad. So that's a game changer. That's time savers. Because we all we all have families and we're not into working all night after yeah. we work all day, and yeah. that's just one of those things. Just boom, fast. What else have we learn from from there? I mean, I like this one company. I would like other people to see if something they have is better, like but whether T sheets on. Um, oh yeah, QuickBooks on QuickBooks, but busy, busy. We got in with them, and that's been good. The guys check in from their phone. Um, busy, busy is a time a time clock app for time, employees. Time app, and that's been good because you can kind of see where. Where they are when they clock in, when they check out, cost of job, the hours accumulating versus what you bid on it. That's it's cool. a good one.
0: It's cool because a lot of those, a lot of these in, um, commercial projects have these weird insurance programs where you have to prove how much time you're on the job. Mm-hmm. It's been nice because we we'll go back like on that that job for the uh, with the trial machine. Six, you know, a few months after we finished it, we went back and calculated how many hours we were on that job because we needed we needed it for their insurance program. Mm-hmm. It was awesome for that. I mean, just just through the app. that. Yeah. That yeah.
1: that stuff is right there available. We get free lunches.
0: I do like a free meal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we tend to get a lot of free meals, which is good. I mean,
0: if I'll sit there and play blackjack just to get free cooked, I mean I'm I'm all
1: about a free meal. <laughs> yeah, which which goes along the relationship side. Going back and seeing your seeing who we talk with all the time, seeing who we order from and and uh whether it's Turk or Paul from West Coast, like you Oh
0: yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we met Paul from Westcote and, um, it's been cool. Like it's funny cause we met Paul from Westcote and we met, we met Ernie from Buddy Roads. So we've, we've met these people who are, um, deeply involved in their respect. You know, Paul's the founder of Westcote and then right. I'm not sure where Ernie's position is, but he, um, he knows everything that is going on at, at Buddy Roads. It's just nice to, um, have an inside contact at these companies so that you know, when
1: something goes wrong, you just call and ask them and they right. they'll just tell you what to do. It's right. nice. So really, I mean, we got the good and the bad here on, on, on trade shows, which I think this would be a good one. This would be a big one. But the bad is really just us. We're awkward, we're yes. weird. We can't make the timelines, just like jobs. We can't reach the timelines. We um <laughs> don't know what to do when we win something. Yeah, we don't tell anybody about it. We don't know how to talk to people. We get demoted from from first class on our way back. <laughs> Jeez.
0: That was one of the only reasons I was willing to go back to Las Vegas. Because
1: <laughs> you got a good deal on first class. So, All right, let's do it.
0: Yeah, we bought we bought first class plane tickets. And we were like, we thought we were big time. You know, <laughs> going there, flying there in first class. But it's not that big of a deal. Um, I didn't care about the first class, though. I just wanted to have first class coming home on that overnight flight.
1: Yes, the leg room. Yep. Anyway,
0: yeah. but you got Corona and we didn't get to go on first class. Yeah, we got demoted. So we went from like being able to lay in like our little bed there in first class to be in packed like <laughs> sardines <laughs> before we wrap it up the decorative concrete expo is on march 18th and 19th in central ohio go to decocrete supply.com to get more information um some of the vendors that are going to be there we're excited to see columnics they're going to be there again um craft tool proline z countertop forms malish and gravy Crete, um midwest rake and then all the DecoCrete products will be there too. There's a bunch of people there, a whole list. There's a whole list on their website. And then they're also doing a lot of trainings. There's a lot of industry experts that'll be there. Bob Harris, Josh Josh Russell, Rachel Bruce, Greg Hensley, Rick, Lob, Rick Lobdell, is that how you say it? Um, what the heck is a liquid metal? Crystal Pelosi. I know all these people.
1: What the heck is a liquid metal? I don't know, why? There's a liquid metal? What are you talking about?
0: I don't know, I'm just looking through the website. <laughs> Vendors, it says liquid metal. Oh, uh, cool. I assume that's Metallica epoxy, but perhaps it's the Terminator, <laughs> the T2000. <laughs> anyways, there's a lot of people going to be there. I actually know all those names from uh, just, they've been around, all these people have been around forever and they, they're at all these events. So it'd be good to see all of them again. Um, anyways, we'll be there too, hanging out. Yep. Stop by. If you see us, say hi. And uh, w- hopefully we'll see you at one of these free meals.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> good.